Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm Wendy Kay. And I'm Misty. And the next few minutes are spiritually yours. Before we get started on the show, if you're interested in our current reading specials or signing up on the Orland mail list so you can be notified of the specials and our site updates, visit the Orland.com homepage. Now today we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is out-of-body experiences. And we're only going to touch on it because it's a huge, of course, a very large topic. But it's more of an introduction that we're going to talk about. And I I love doing out-of-body experiences. They're they're just so amazing and freeing and so great. There's a lot of people who have had the experiences. There's a lot of people who haven't or who are who have wanted to have it but haven't. And there's a lot of people who are afraid of, of kind of having the experiences. Misty, what, what group do you kind of fall into? I fall into the ones that are afraid of doing it. I, I've had an experience, but I've always been a, fascinated by it, but afraid of it, afraid of trying it. How did you go into it the first time? Basically, what happened was I was laying down, and I was kind of getting ready to drift off to sleep, but I wasn't quite there yet. And it was like suddenly I was floating towards the ceiling. And, you know, and it was scaring me, and I was putting my hands up. But I actually continued on through, and then it was kind of like I was flying around my neighborhood. Now, did you see your body? No, I didn't, didn't actually look back down. To know. And in fact, you know, it's always been in the back of my mind that, Maybe it was a dream, but it, it it was just totally different from any dream that I've ever had. And an out-of-body is totally different from a dream. There's a totally different feeling to an out-of-body uh, experience. It doesn't, there nothing, nothing like a dream at all. Yeah, this, this really was not like a dream, but because I was in that state and I was, you know, going towards falling asleep... I did question it. Okay. Well, that would make sense. And and you've never you haven't had another one since that time. No, no, I never have. Now, did did you want to have another type of it, that experience? It's not really. There's there's a lot of fear around that for me. Okay. So you know, it wasn't that it was a bad experience by any means, but I don't know. Just never something I really. Like I said, I'm fascinated with it, but not real sure that's a place I want to go. Okay, okay. No, a lot of people, there's a great fear associated with it. And I think one of the first things that people um, need to understand about the out-of-body experience is it does follow the same rules that we've been talking about all along. So it's not something different. You use protection, so you use a protection prayer, if you're even trying to invoke 
uh, an out-of-body experience, you would set yourself up by by saying a protection prayer. If you go out of body and you encounter uh, somebody, you need to follow the same rules. You need to ask for a blessing. Same thing. It, it's the same. Uh, the, you follow the same rules to make sure you're talking to a, someone who's positive. Now, the difficult part about going out of body, and this is the part that's really makes it more challenging. When when we're in physical, we have multi-dimensional thinking. Okay, so that's how I'm going to term it. I don't. It's not like a. I'm not going to say it's like a, a real term. It's something I would call it multi-dimensional thinking. I can be sitting here talking to you, Misty, talking to the people out there listening to to the show but at the same time I can be thinking in my head uh, what am I going to talk about next or maybe I should be talking about this oh yeah I'm going to talk about that next while I'm still talking to you so there's like two levels kind of going at the same time do you know what I mean yes I do okay when you're out of body that doesn't happen there isn't multi-dimensional thinking there is only uni, unilateral I guess or unidimensional I don't know how you want to say it. it what you think is so if you are out of body and you think wow I'm gonna float up to the ceiling boom you float up to the ceiling if you're up at the ceiling and you're thinking wow I'd really like to just go back into my body boom you will go back into body there isn't you don't have the luxury of thinking things kind of through. It doesn't work that way. It's kind of like what you say is or what you try and do is. You know, that's interesting because I was thinking about thinking back to my experience. And, you know, at the time, I didn't think, oh, I want to get back in my body. I was more like, hey, this is kind of neat. Let's, you know, kind of fly around for lack of a better term, and see what's going on, see what I can experience. So even though, you know, I do have that fear, I really didn't at the time. You know, it was just kind of more of a sense of wonder. It's, it's It's a fascinating experience, and you'll get a lot of people who will say things like, well, if I go out of body, somebody will cut the cord. That can't happen. It's not allowed. Okay, I, I actually had an experience when, one time when I was out of body and I had met this person or entity who obviously wasn't a positive entity at the time, but he had said to me, oh, you want to meet your soulmate? And I said, yeah, I do. And he said, well, I'll take you to where your soulmate is. All you have to do is cut the cord. <laughs> and I went, uh, what? And he said, well, if I cut the cord, then you can come with me and I'll show you. And even... At that point, I went, no, 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 that, that something's not right here, <laughs> okay? And, and, and I said, no, 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 you're not going to cut the cord. So he couldn't just do it. It had to be permission granted to do it. That's an interesting point that you gave, that you gave there. I've never really went through and tried to decide why I was so afraid of it. And there, I, you know, there may be many reasons, but I do remember... Early on, I don't remember if this was something I've seen on TV, which I know isn't always right, or if it was something that I read online somewhere. Um, but I do know that there was something about 
you had to limit your time out or something, that there were cases where people either had trouble or could not return to their bodies. So that, to me, is probably a part of where my fear comes comes from. And and again, it goes back to the three rules of you never get more than you can handle, you always have the protection of God, and you get what you need, not what you want. Because there is a time period, and I can remember this as well, where, uh, where I was out of body, and uh, I went, okay, and I, I said, I'm going to, now I'm going to get up. So I'm going to slip back into body, and I did. I went back into my body, and I said, okay, now I'm going to get up and walk. It's time to get up. And I would get up, and I'd start to kind of walk, and I'd go, um, I'm, I'm not, this is not my body. I'm still out of body. Uh, okay. So then I'd go back into body. I'd say, okay, I'm going to go back into body, and I'd slip back into body. And then I'd say, okay, now I'm going to get up in my body. And I'd get up, and I'd start to walk, and I'd go, I'm still not in my body. And I'm thinking, well, how do I get back exactly? How do I get back into my body here? This is not, I'm done with this experience at this point. I've done what I, whatever I was doing. I don't want to be out of body at this point. What do I do? How do I get out of this situation? And I just thought, you know what? Prayer. I said, please, God. I said, I don't want this experience anymore. I want to come into my body and wake up. And boom, that's exactly what happened. That's, again, another interesting experience that you had. Um, I, I would, it, again, took me back to the one experience I had, and I think that what actually ended that was, you know, me being afraid. It came into my mind that, oh, what if I can't get back to my body type thing, and I didn't even know how to, how to do it, and... You know, personally, prayer is something that I kind of automatically go to in any situation that I'm uncomfortable with, and that's exactly what I did, and then and, and I was back in my body. So, but the thing is, you have to have the wherewithal to think that. So if you build into your own routine or spirituality, whatever you want to call it, your life path, that you go to prayer as the basis for anything, you will naturally come to that, and that will fix it. That, that's what happens. The other thing you have to remember is that when you go out of body, when you're using the protection, etc., your guides are always with you. Even if you can't see them, they are with you. And I cannot tell you how many experiences that I had when I was out of body where something was happening that was something I didn't understand or something that probably wasn't the best situation, and my guides would interrupt or they would say something to me. Uh, I, I got pulled out of situations where they would pull me out because even though I couldn't see them because they were at a different level uh, or different dimension or whatever, they were with me. So I was never alone, even though I might have th thought that I was alone. That's interesting, too. The other thing, I, I never encountered anybody else. I mean, I could see people, but they were like, you know, people in the neighborhood. And I overheard conversations that were going on between the two people. But I never really encountered encountered anybody else that seemed to be out of body or in spirit or anything like that. The more I think that you do it, the more you get different experiences. And there was at one point I had said to my guides, I, I said, you know, I'm going out of body all of the time. And I said, and I'm never seeing my body. I said, how come? Isn't there supposed to be like, I'm, aren't I supposed to be able to see myself lying on the bed and see the cord and all that stuff? And they said to me that when you're going out of body, you're going to a different dimension. And the dimension that you're in is not where your body is. That's why you're not seeing it. And then not long after that, I think they gave me an experience where I went out of body and I could look 
and I could see my body and I went, ah, okay, I get it now. So you don't always see your body. If you come out of body and you go to a different dimension, then automatically you're going to be away from your physical body. The other thing that most people experience is that, and you can, if you want to try to invoke an out of body, I suggest using the meditation how to raise your vibration more when you're, um, not when you're trying to communicate with those in spirit, but the one where you're trying to clear your mind. And the one that actually for me worked really well is that the deep breathing. If you did the deep breathing while you were just clearing your mind, that brought me into the out of body naturally. And a lot of people will experience, some people say they'll hear like a noise in their ear, like a rushing noise, like, uh, like a train or whatever, like a loud noise in their ear. Some people will have the sleep paralysis where their body, they're all of a sudden going, oh my God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't move my, my body. And that, when you're at that stage, that's actually the great stage to be at because if you can get past that stage, get past the fear of it, where most people go, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You, you know what? When you're at a body, you don't need to breathe. Your body will keep doing what it needs to do naturally. And what you have to do is have the wherewithal at that point to say, I'm at the point where I can now go out of body. I have the awareness to go out, and I'm, in, uh, I'm actually at the point where if I said to myself, I'm going to gently float up out of my body, you should. Because it's at that point where you can separate. But most, peop most people don't go there because oh, they're stuck at that, I'm stuck in this paralysis and I'm terrified. And I can't, and I can't breathe, and breathe, and I can't move, and help me, and all that. Instead of getting to the point of going, okay, I, because it feels different, right? Like it's not normal. You're going, wow, I feel so different. And of course, because it, you know, but once you, if you can realize that, you can actually say, okay, I'm going to float out a body, and you will then float out a body. Yeah, that's pretty typical, you know, as far as what I experienced. It, it, it was there wasn't any fear there was fear towards the end which i already said you know and i started praying but at first it was just it was actually pretty great i mean i at the point i was floating up to the ceiling there was more of a what is going on and at the time you know i didn't didn't necessarily know my body wasn't floating up to the ceiling and and then you know once i decided okay let's see what's going on there was a time, you know, there that it was just all kind of a wonder and this is exciting and, and you know, that kind of a thing. Um, although I've often wondered, you know, I, I wasn't trying to do it. Why did I do that? And, you know, will it happen again? Well, a lot of times, a lot of times if you're given the experience simply to give you the experience so that you know what's possible. And it certainly is probable that it could happen again if you were if you started to meditate especially if you started to meditate purposely with that in mind and and i mean there are lots of things if you search on the internet there's a lot of people who have methods that they use in order to go out of body whether their methods will work for you you don't know unless you experiment and try it and and some of these people who are using these different methods don't have the foundation of using or the understanding of using the protection and the prayers. So if you're, and, and I'm going to say, if you're going to go that route and start to, you know, experiment, you make sure you still stick to that foundation. That's exactly what the foundation is, a foundation. You use it for everything. You just don't use it for, uh, you know, when you're doing a meditation or before you're reading cards. If Whatever you're going to do, you have that foundation throughout life. 
and and if you're going to incorporate somebody else's techniques, that's great. You blend in what you've already learned about protection, regardless of what they say. Because there will be people out there who say, you don't need protection, it's okay. And, and my answer to that would be, yeah, you do what you want. I'm going to do what I want because I want protection. So, exactly. And that, that's the thing with the, the whole protection um, idea and, and what we both advocate very strongly. When people say to me, well, you don't really need to do that, I just kind of look at them and, and I my response is, you know, you might believe I don't need to do that. You know, maybe I don't absolutely know that I have to do that, but I'm a person that prefers to cover all angles and to go at things, you know, safely. So that's what I'm going to do every time, and then I'm more comfortable with doing whatever I do. Yeah, and I, I and the reason I advocate it so strongly is, is because of what I have seen People who haven't used it, who think they don't need to, and I have seen, literally seen lives being destroyed because they get involved with negativity and they think they're talking to their guides and they've never checked because they think, I don't need to, I don't believe in negativity, so therefore I don't have to check. And I, I, I've i like horror stories about it. And that's why I am so adamant about you use the foundation. I don't care if you've been doing this a hundred years. If you don't know for sure that's your guide, if it's a new new spirit, new entity, you check. Because what can happen if you don't, how you can get involved with something that's negative, that really presents itself as positive in some ways. Like it says things that all sound kind of okay, but... What it's missing is actually that part of giving you the blessings, and it'll always talk around it. It'll give you things that sound sort of okay, but and they will appeal to your vanity or your ego or your pride or whatever it is. And it's it's just you do not want to go there. And I'm not going to talk about that particular one incident in particular at this time, maybe down the road, but it is not a path you want to walk, trust me. Everything you're saying, I can, I can tell you that's why I advocate it too, because in the beginning, starting out new, you know, I knew nothing about the protection, and, you know, I went through some pretty negative experiences myself, and I can honestly say that since I incorporated the protection and I use it all the time, they're, they're almost obsolete. Yeah, exactly. And you have to keep in mind when you're going out of body, it is no different because when you're in physical asking for protection and dealing with those in spirit, you're actually taking it up a level because now you're out of out of body, you're on the same level as them. Nothing changes except now you can actually see those people in front of you as opposed to seeing them clairvoyantly. You will see when you're out of body, you see things more clearly unless of course your guides have you covered where you can't see anything and it is controlled trust me and we'll talk about that that can be another one but um and then there's uh so you will see more clearly you will feel things more intensely colors are brighter things are are, you feel things stronger like it is a, a very intense lively experience you see the reality of what it is like when i uh, went into a lucid and a lucid dream is the same as an out of body when you go into a dream where you realize you're having a dream and you start to manipulate it and do lucid dreaming that's out of body and I can remember I did one once and I was going through the neighborhood 
in my neighborhood, and I thought, wow, is it ever dark here? And that was the negativity in the neighborhood. That was, it wasn't bright and cheery and, and sunny. It was very dark because that's what the energy was like in that area. Okay, so what we just wanted to talk about today is give you a little bit of insight into the out-of-body experience and to give you a little bit of, I guess, encouragement to try it and to tell you that, you know, like, or, or if it happens to you, it's a good thing. It can be a really good thing because, number one, like I said, remember that you always have the protection and you can use prayer at any time you need it. And it's going to help you. Your guides are going to always be there for you, assuming you are using protection and saying prayers, etc. Your guides are going to be there whether you see them or not. So it's something that is can be very safe. And you, you won't die. You can't cut the cord. No one's going to be able to cut the cord on you. It's a, so it's safe in that way. And it's, it's, it's really exciting. Like there's a, a ton of things that can happen to you that are so interesting and that you can learn a lot about and you can go to different dimensions and things like that. I mean, it's a process as you work through it. Again, you're only going to get what you what you can handle and what you need. Uh, but it but it's really a fun thing to do. It's very freeing. I mean, Misty, how did you feel when you were flying around? It was wonderful. In fact, you know, like I said before, during most of the experience, there wasn't a sense of fear. There was more like a sense of freedom, and 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 I was kind of in awe of what was going on. It wasn't until I started getting kind of past that thinking, uh-oh, now what? Yeah. You know, that the, that the fear set in and I had to do the prayer and, and you know, got back. Yeah. And and that's, you know, it, it is something that if you are allowed to do it, and this is a controlled thing as well, know that this is not something that will happen to you just because you want it to happen. It's if it's necessary for your path, if your guides allow it, it is controlled. So uh, as with anything on this path. So if you're not experiencing it and you've been trying to, it could be as simple as if you're not using protection, your guides are not going to allow you to go out of body because they want to make sure you can handle things. So use the foundation and you might have more success if that's what you're trying to do. But it, it, it is, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've always loved going out of body. It's so freeing. And I, I mean, there's been times where I've gone out of body and I see cartoons. You know, and I've watched a whole cartoon thing, and it's like, wow, this is funny. This is great. I've visited different places. Like, there's so many things that you can do. So uh, give it a try. Like, you know, meditate. You've got to raise your body to the point where you can have that awareness and be out of body. Uh, like, get to the point where you can slip out. But if you go into sleep paralysis, know that that is a stage just before you can go out of body. So try and take yourself out of the fear of I can't move and I can't breathe to it's okay, now I can slip out of body and see what happens. Okay, well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to follow or subscribe to us so you don't miss the next show. If you want to develop your abilities, check out our How to Communicate with Spirit video series on YouTube, and don't forget to join our uh, Psychic Development Group on Facebook. Links to all of these, as well as our store, where you can find all of the readings and services we offer, are on the Orland.com homepage. Join us again soon, and remember to live in the light.